listening to Sidewalk Confessionals. My name is Jeremy. Uh, I'm alone today. Caleb couldn't join me today, unfortunately. Um, and all of my other friends are off doing other things. So it's just us. It's just you and me. Uh, and I'm going to go through a little list uh, that I put together. Um, this is a list of things worth knowing. Uh, so the eps- the title of this, uh, this podcast is It's Worth Knowing. Uh, so I'm just going to list off things uh, that I think are, are worth knowing. Um, this stuff is 100% my opinion. Um, if you don't agree, that's fine. Um, if you do agree, that's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing is people worth knowing. Um, I have three people in particular that are really, that I think uh, are really worth knowing. Uh, Adam Savage, Casey Neistat, and Peter McKinnon. I know all three of these people are super, super popular on YouTube um, and in all of the social medias. Um, but yeah, Adam Savage has served as a very large inspiration for me as a maker uh, for pretty much as long as I have been a maker or considered myself uh, a maker. Uh, just because of the way kind of his philosophy about making you know it's that you don't need a lot of tools you don't need a lot of materials you don't need a lot of experience or any experience at all to just start making something um you know one thing that he references all the time that i've now started referencing is that all you need is corrugated cardboard and masking tape to make anything that you want to make at least a prototype of what you want to make i have literally used nothing more than masking tape and corrugated cardboard to prototype uh, things that I want to build before I go and buy the materials just because the materials are more expensive, uh, obviously, because, you know, corrugated cardboard is just something that you throw away every day. Um, so, yeah, Adam Savage is extremely influential to me uh, in that sense. Casey Neistat is another one. He talks a lot about constantly constantly talks about and not only does he talk about this but he also puts it into practice every single day which is to not just talk about things don't be passive be active um don't say i'm going to go do this i'm going to go do that and then i'm going to do this say i'm doing this i did that that sort of thing he is all about if you have an idea Um, If you want to be a content creator, anything like that, just go get started doing it because it's not going to happen unless you do it and no one's going to do it for you. Um, So he's extremely influential in that way. And then Peter McKinnon, uh, because one, he's an amazing photographer. He's an amazing videographer in my um, in my opinion. And his tutorial videos um, on his channel are absolutely phenomenal. I would be completely lost uh, as far as Adobe Premiere Pro, if not for Peter McKinnon's videos. He's made me way more efficient using Photoshop, way more efficient at using uh, Premiere, way more efficient at using Media Encoder and Lightroom. Um, And none of that would have happened probably if, you know, there weren't, if there wasn't someone making videos as fluid and efficient and at the same time packed with useful information um, as Peter McKinnon's videos. Um, But then there's some types of people that I think that everyone should know. Uh, A doctor or another medical professional. 
Um, those people, those kind of people are, are really, really, I don't want to say useful, but they are, they're useful. It's useful to know a medical professional, um, whether it be a doctor or a registered nurse, uh, or an EMT, anything like this. Um, just because, you know, the main way anyone the, the, let's be honest. The main way most people are finding out or, or kind of, you know, learning about medical disorders or anything, sicknesses, all of this stuff, uh, is on the internet. And the internet is uh, a nebulous place. It is so easy to be like, oh, I have these symptoms, and you go type it into WebMD, and the first thing that pops up is cancer. Um, and then you go make a doctor's appointment, and if you don't have insurance, that obviously costs you a lot of money. Um, so it's nice to have a medical professional you know, that you know that you can just talk to, like as a friend, just be like, hey, you know, I've been feeling sick the past couple days, these are my symptoms, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they could be like, well, it's probably not cancer. Uh, you probably just have the flu. Um, so yeah, it's super, super useful to know that. A uh, photographer or a videographer, these people are extremely inspirational. Um, anyone, anyone who does videography, anyone who does photography, uh, in my experience at least, these people are super, super willing to help in any way uh, that they can if you want to get into something like this. Um, and they're just, they're just, you know, they're just cool people to talk to in general. I mean, who did, have you ever talked to a photographer? Like no one has ever talked to a photographer and been like, man, I really wish I hadn't talked to that photographer. That guy was an asshole. Um, no, they're super, they're super helpful. I think that's, that just, that's anyone who's passionate about the trade that, that they're in. Um, yeah, they're, they're super helpful. Um, a chef, uh, and I put this here because, uh, everyone should know how to cook. Um, and it's nice to hang out with a chef, uh, or, you know, just talk to a chef, one of your friends, be a chef and just like come over and everyone, you know, go to a house party at a chef's house. Uh, you know, you learn how to cook and you eat some amazing food and typically chefs like to drink a lot. So it's just fun. Um, a contractor, electrician, or other tradesmen. Um, this is more for the practical side. I mean, it's obviously nice if one of these people is your friends because friends are awesome. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to have a um, it's nice to have an electric uh, or a, a, someone in the trades as a friend just so you can get a, get a sense of you know what it's like to be in a trade or anything like that. Plus, the skills are super super useful, which leads to skills worth knowing. Um, first and foremost, how to sew. Uh, I think that this is extremely important because you can't always be relying on the department store if you tear some of your clothing or something like that. You know, if you rip a stitch on your favorite sweater or something like that, what happens if they don't sell the sweater anymore? You got to fix your favorite sweater. If you don't know how to sew, then your favorite sweater is just going to sit in a corner ruined, uh, but you can't throw it away because it's your favorite sweater and you can't just buy another one because they don't make it anymore. So you know, learn how to sew and you can fix your favorite sweater. And then that just goes back into that whole making thing. It's like, it's even better when you fix your favorite sweater because that like, that makes it like more yours. Like your sweater has stitching that you put into it that no one else, even if they have the same exact sweater, no one else 
actually has the same exact sweater because no one else has that stitching that you put into your sweater. Um, and for other more practical reasons, obviously, I mean, if you know how to sew, uh, you can fix things in a pinch, um, things like that. Also, if you know how to sew, you technically know how to put in simple sutures if you can't get to a hospital. Um, everyone should know how to cook. Um, we, I've talked about this uh, with my brother um, actually a couple episodes ago, episode 13, I believe, uh, we talked about how to cook an egg. I think it's extremely important that any that everyone know how to cook at least the most basic of meals. You can't be relying on fast food all the time. You can't be relying on frozen food all the time. Um, you know, because there's no certainty that one, you're always going to be able to afford to eat out all the time. Uh, and two, there's no certainty that those things are always going to be available, but the things that you need to cook the most basic meals will always be available to you. Um, especially if you go even a step farther and learn how to forage for your own food or raise your own food. Obviously that's getting more into prepper kind of stuff and a little bit more extreme, but you know, the reasoning still stands. Everyone should know how to cook at least the most basic of meals. Um, yeah, that's something that I'm pretty passionate about. Uh, basic mechanical skills. What happens if your car breaks down? Um, or you need to change a tire or something like that. Everyone should have very, very simple. Obviously, not everyone, you know, I'm not saying that everyone needs to go out and become a great chef or become a great seamstress, seamster, seamstress, whatever. Um, or everyone needs to come out or go out and be a, a, a mechanic. Um, but you should at least know, you know, the basics. Uh, how do you change the oil on your car? How do you change a tire? You know, change spark plugs, spark plug wires, all of that sort of stuff. Just the super simple stuff. Basically, like any car part that you can get at AutoZone off the shelf, you should know how to, it's worth knowing how to install that, replace that uh, on your car or your lawnmower or whatever. Um, basic first aid, this one's obvious. People hurt themselves all the time. I know all of you guys hurt yourselves all the time, even if it's little stuff, uh, little cuts and scrapes. I'm a maker, so I'm constantly getting little cuts and abrasions on my hands. Um, and you know, more than a few times I've really cut myself and you know, you know, it's just like, it's bleeding a lot and all that sort of thing. Um, so it's worth knowing basic, just the most basic of first aid. I've gone a step farther. I know how to, um, to you know, like numb uh, an area with something like lidocaine. I know how to put in sutures. Obviously, I'm not going to do that to myself if I have access to an ER um, because I'd rather just let a trained medical professional do that for me. But in a pinch, you know, I know how to do that. Um you know, I know how to close up uh, minor minor wounds. Th these are all things that are super, super useful. How to stabilize someone who's having a seizure. Um, and it becomes even more important to know these things if you live in larger cities because you are just around more people. And that, statistically speaking, the likelihood of, you know, having to use these things or it being useful to know these things um, it just becomes more and more likely. So basic first aid is, I think, super, super important to know. 
Um, basic home repair skills. If you make a hole in your drywall, if the threshold at the bottom of your door starts coming off, if your hardwood flooring is sliding around all over the place. Um, oh, doors on newer houses, new construction houses, as these things age, even old houses, although typically older houses have settled, um, and don't need these kind of repairs as often, but on new houses, doors need to be shimmed, um, quite frequently because the house sags uh, as everything ages and kind of settles together and then the door will actually fit crooked in the jam and then you'll have a big gap on the bottom and a little gap on the top and it'll fit weird and it won't close right. All of these things, all, uh, these are all worth knowing. You can learn how to do literally all of this stuff on YouTube. You can learn how to do all of this stuff if you have a friend who's a contractor. Um, so, you know, these things kind of go together, you know, you should know a photographer, know a contractor, and that will in turn help you gather the knowledge to make um, simple home repairs. Uh, but yeah, all these things super, super useful. Um, as along with home repairs, everyone, you shouldn't be afraid to do electrical work in your own house. Um, you should get a good get a good multimeter. Fluke makes really great multimeters. They make great consumer uh, multimeters for like a hundred and something bucks. Uh, and you may be thinking, oh, that's a lot for a tool that I'm going to use only one, you know, once or twice ever. Um, but if you are tackling some kind of electrical work in your own home and you've never done it before, you want to be spending the hundred dollars on a multimeter that you are sure 100 sure is going to give you a good uh, an, an accurate reading because uh, you want to be making sure that the circuit that you're working on is dead um otherwise you'll be dead potentially um so yeah uh fluke makes great meters um but yeah it's not you are allowed to do electrical work on your own home um you know, there's this there's this stigma about working with electricity. Oh, it's super, super dangerous. And which that's true. But if you go to your breaker panel or your fuse box, whatever, pull out the fuse or flip the breaker off, make sure that the circuit's dead with a good multimeter, then you're fine. Just look up how to do what you're doing in the NEC. I'm not sitting here telling anyone how to do anything. I'm just telling you... Um, that you can, in fact, do your own electrical work on your own house. Uh, the National Electrical Code is free, um, or at least the digital copy of it is free. Anyone can access it for free. Um, if you want to buy a hard copy of it, it is rather expensive because it's basically a textbook. Um, but, you know, read through it. It defines how to do literally everything. Uh, or if you're a visual learner, look at how the last electrician installed that light switch and just do exactly the same thing, you know, um, or don't, you know, don't listen to me. Um, but yeah, these are things that, that you can do yourself and that you should know how to do. Um, so I mentioned Fluke, which is a brand of multimeter. I just have a, a large list of brands worth knowing. Uh, these are brands that I really, really like. Um, Peak Design. They make all of my camera straps. I actually have one right here. You can't see it if you're just listening to this, but if you're watching the video part of this podcast, it's this uh, this gray um, strap. I can't remember what this is called. I think this is the Peak Design Sling. Um, I use this on my Sony camera just because their bigger strap is way too big for the, for the small mirrorless camera. Um, 
But yeah, I love their stuff. I love the Peak Design Capture Clip. That thing is amazing. I have it on the strap of my backpack. So whenever I go backpacking, I can have my camera right there. And I use the sling um, to actually uh, act as like a safety um, mechanism so that if I dropped the camera, the sling would catch it before it hit the ground. Um, So yeah, Peak Design, absolutely excellent brand. Anchor is another one. The camera is actually um, is actually recording the video portion of this, uh, and it doesn't have a battery in it. It's using it's it's you know powered off of uh, off of an Anchor multi charger. Anchor is a great company. They make uh, they make USB hubs. They make portable batteries or um, what are they called? Portable chargers. Um, you know the little battery pack things. They make multi chargers. They make all kinds of excellent excellent stuff. Um, Sony. I use Sony's mirrorless camera. Um, Sony also makes some great softwares. Um, they make all kinds of all kinds of really good stuff. There was something else from Sony that I was thinking about that I can't remember now. But yeah, Sony is an absolutely great company. Um, Hilti, if you are looking for tools, especially like drills and impact drivers, things like that, Hilti is a little bit pricey, but their tools are absolutely fucking bulletproof. Um, Starrett, again, if you're looking for really good bulletproof tools, um, Starrett is awesome. Starrett makes great calipers. They make great drill bits, all of those sorts of things. Lincoln Electric, again, more tools. Um, if you're getting into welding and stuff like that, and you think that it's going to be something, um, that you're going to want to invest a lot of time learning, uh, and invest a lot of money into, or not really money, but if you think it's uh, going to be something that is uh, important, um, you know, in your making, then Lincoln Electric is an absolutely great company. Miller is also really, really good. Um, I would say Miller and Lincoln Electric, at least in my opinion, are are around the same tier. There's going to be a lot of controversy about that, but Lincoln Electric, Miller, these companies, they're really great. They make really, really awesome welding equipment. Um, going in a little bit of a different direction, Timbuk2 is another brand that I really like, uh, spelled with a two, like the number two. Um, I'll put links to all of these things, uh, on the write-up on my website, but Timbuk2 makes the backpack that I use, um, if I'm going to be like just walking around doing a photo shoot, throw all my camera batteries in there, throw extra camera gear in there. Uh, I can fit my tripod in there. It has a the one that I have has a dedicated sleeve for my laptop, throw my portable charger and all that kind of stuff in there. Um, and when I actually take the podcast on the road, last episode, you guys will know, I didn't record in my studio. I recorded it at uh, my friend Dylan's house. And I actually threw all of the delicate stuff, my laptop included, um, from the I, I threw all of the delicate stuff into the Timbuktu backpack and then put the Timbuktu into um, my modified suitcase, which I, I modified a suitcase into a flight case. Um, so yeah, I put that into the flight case and strapped it down and everything was perfectly fine. So that backpack is wonderful. Uh, and I love that brand, uh, singer. If you want to get into sewing, singer makes great sewing machines. They make great scissors. They make great, uh, other things, measuring tools, all that sort of stuff. Singer's a really old, old brand. Um, 
and their older stuff, especially like their older scissors and stuff like that are absolutely fantastic. You would be amazed how difficult it is to find a good pair of fabric scissors. Um, Big Agnes, if you want to get into like backpacking stuff, my tent is made by Big Agnes. My sleeping pad is made by Big Agnes. Um, and they make a lot of other stuff. They're an absolutely excellent brand. Some of their stuff can be a little bit pricey. My tent was almost $300 for a two-person tent, which is ridiculous, but it's also a really, really lightweight and durable tent. So Big Agnes um, is a really great company. You don't have to spend that much, um, but but they are really, really great. Black Diamond, um, if you're into climbing, if you're into camping, if you need a headlamp, um, Black Diamond and Petzl. Petzl's more for climbing and that sort of stuff, but Black Diamond and Petzl got you if you need harnesses, if you need ropes, if you need quick draws, carabiners, any of that sort of climbing gear. Um, I don't know if Black Diamond makes crash pad, but I know crash pads, but I know Petzl does make uh, some really big crash pads. Um, so if you're worried, uh, if you're new to like outdoor bouldering and stuff like that, Petzl makes really big cushiony um, crash pads. Uh, so yeah, the, the, those are a couple brands that I really, really enjoy. And of course, I'm not uh, I'm not affiliated with or sponsored by uh, any of those brands. All of this stuff is just um, just my opinion, um, and these things will probably change over time as I get more experience with all of those uh, all of those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, uh, and now like uh, some music worth listening to. These are again all my opinion. Um, obviously, you and I are not going to have exactly the same taste in music, and that's fine. I just think that. Uh, that, you know, these are some, this is a, a good mix of music, at least uh, that I really, really like listening to. Um, I would actually really, really love to hear your guys' suggestions in the YouTube comments. If you watch the YouTube version of this video or just go over to YouTube, um, put down in the YouTube comments music that you really think that I should listen to because um, I'd love to hear that sort of stuff. But here's a couple of mine. Um, Maroon 5, particularly like their first album, uh, that's like super vibey, super um, nostalgic to me. Uh, I've talked about that uh, before on the podcast, but uh, I really like that sort of stuff. Hippocampus, uh, hippo and campus are two separate words. Um, they're actually, their song Tuesday is actually the reason I post this podcast on Tuesday. Uh, there's a little write-up, tiny, tiny little write-up about that on the podcast page of the website. Um, but yeah, they make really, really great music. Um, they're like, they're, they're like indie folk music, kinda. Not really folk, but they're really, they're just really chill, uh, indie music. Um, 21 Pilots, uh, my favorite album by them is Vessel, um, but all of their stuff is absolutely excellent. Um, it's very, if you really, you got to listen to like, especially a really good song by them. You got to listen to it a couple times um, because there's just so much like depth to the, to the lyrics in their songs. Um, it's fantastic. Alabama Shakes is a band that I uh, have gotten into recently. Um, they're kind of uh, not really folk. I don't know. They got a country. They definitely have a country vibe going on. Um, they're really freaking good. Um, Cage the Elephant is another one. Cage the Elephant is absolutely excellent. I can listen to Cage the Elephant all day, every day, uh, and I pretty much do. 
Um, Sylvan Esso, if you want something a little bit more electronic, but still kind of an indie vibe, um, Sylvan Esso is great. There's uh, The lead singer, Amelia Meath, is an absolutely excellent vocalist, um, and her dancing is wonderful. It's hilarious to watch her dance. Um, and then, uh, is it Nick? Nick Sanborn uh, is the other part other member of Sylvan Esso. Um, he's the one who puts together all the beats, um, all of that sort of stuff, and he's brilliant. Um, he is a wizard with an audio workstation. It's fantastic to listen to that kind of music. Um, Eric Church. Uh, yes, I do enjoy country music every now and then. Eric Church is absolutely excellent. He's my favorite uh, country singer. Uh, something, uh, something about his voice, something about the way he sings is, it's really, I don't know. I really, really like the way he sings, not so much, not so much what he's singing about. Although he doesn't really sing about anything like super controversial, super weird. Um, and I do, I do actually really, really enjoy the points that he's trying to make while he's singing, um, and what the songs are about, but just the way he sings, um, I really like and the, just the way the music is composed. Uh, Eli Young Band is also a really, really good um, country band. Uh, if you want to listen to some uh, some country music and you haven't listened to Eli Young, I would definitely suggest you give them a listen. I think I think that's the shortest podcast we've ever done. That was a lot of that was just a lot of really, really fast spitballing list kind of stuff. Oh, so from last episode. Um, we didn't do a something random because I forgot uh, Dylan and Hunter didn't have a something random uh, say something random planned um, which is kind of the point of say something random but they couldn't think of anything and I forgot what I was going to say uh, but Hunter said something maybe I'll insert the audio clip into here that would be kind of meta wouldn't it Um, Hunter said something about an angle grinder almost killing me and I was talking about blacksmithing stuff. So a while ago, this was years ago when I lived in, um, I used to live in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, I was grinding, I was using an angle grinder to grind down the, uh, the top of a piece of railroad track. Cause if you don't know railroad, the top, the cap it's called of railroad track is not flat on top. It's rounded. Oh geez. It's rounded on top. So in order to make a good anvil, it has to be flat. So I was grinding it flat. Um, and it was taking forever. So I got impatient and I was like, you know what? Screw this. I have a better way to do this. Um, and I put a cutoff disc. Some of you guys already know where this is going. I put a cutoff wheel on the angle grinder and I tried to just cut the very top section of the cap off. And what happened was I got the I got the disc deep enough into the material that I tilted the angle grinder a little bit and the disc grabbed. The the material pinched the disc and this angle grinder threw itself backwards out of my hand. It threw the piece of railroad track off of the off of the bench that it was sitting on top of. Um yeah, it was just a mess. And the, the cutoff disc just like exploded. It shattered. It sent pieces of it everywhere. Um, so yeah, Hunter was absolutely right. That angle grinder did almost kill me. Um, 
Yeah. And that's just like, that's experience. You know, that's just experience. Obviously I'm never going to do that again. Um, and I'm glad that it didn't go as badly as it could have. Um, but that just goes, you know, that kind of goes toward the skills that you should know if a piece of that, you know, if that angle grinder had kicked back and, um, you know, sent that spinning disc into my hand or into my arm, or if a shard of it had hit my arm or something like that, I would know how to take care of it at least until I got to the ER, um, and have a medical professional take care of it further. Um, and obviously if I didn't have those first aid skills, I'd probably be calling an ambulance and sitting there bleeding until they got there. Um, luckily that didn't happen, but I'm just saying if it had, I would know how to deal with that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's just super useful to know these kind of skills. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear what you guys think, uh, in the YouTube comments. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do it for the YouTube portion of this. Um, so comment skills that you think, uh, that you think are super useful people, um, that you think would be super, super useful to know or know about, uh, brands of just things that you really, really love. Um, music that you really like listening to. I want to start listening to a lot of, um, new and different music. Um, so yeah, anything that I've talked about in this podcast so far, uh, by the way, if you're still listening, uh, thumbs up to you. Um, cause I know this was a little bit ranty, but yeah, anything, anything, brands, people, skills worth knowing all of that sort of stuff, put them in the YouTube comments below. I'm going to be reading as many of them as I can. I don't know how many comments I'm going to get on this video. Let's be honest. Um, but I will read all of the ones that are there. So yeah, uh, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. It is Monday right now. So I actually have to edit as soon as I'm done with this to get this podcast posted on schedule, unlike last, unlike last week's podcast. So, uh, yeah, you've been listening to sidewalk confessionals. My name is Jeremy. That's not my outro. You've been listening to sidewalk confessionals. Happy listening and have a nice day.